It's Tuesday, February 28th. You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. The Upstate New York Poison Center is closely watching a trend that doesn't seem to be slowing. More and more kids continue to accidentally ingest cannabis edibles. Director Michelle Kaliva says it makes sense because many of these products mimic sweets like cookies and candy. The problem is that it tastes good, right? It's it's still a treat. It's still that that dessert, that cookie, that brownie, that and that's the problem. So it's inviting. It's hard to say no. Kaliva says the center often recommends taking a child who has eaten edibles to an emergency department. Cannabis ingestions doubled from 2020 to 2022. And based on the number so far this year, Kaliva expects there could be more than a thousand such calls for 2023. SUNY Chancellor John King testified before state lawmakers on Monday in Albany about a month before the new state budget is due. As part of Governor Kathy Hochul's proposed spending plan, tuition at SUNY schools would be subject to annual hikes tied to the Higher Education Price Index, or 3%, whichever is lower. And King said the extra funding is necessary for the 64 campus system to remain competitive. I want to emphasize that no one offers as high quality an education as affordably uh, around the country as SUNY and our partners at CUNY. Indeed, 53% of all SUNY students attend tuition free and half graduate debt free. King is a former New York State and Federal Education Commissioner. He was appointed chancellor in December. The state legislature is expected to release their one-house budget bills in mid-March. A company that recycles lithium batteries is further expanding its local job projections. Lifecycle is building a massive operation at Eastman Business Park in Greece. Job projections have doubled in little more than a year and now stand at 270. Company president and CEO A.J. Kochar joined Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and others yesterday to announce a $375 million federal loan commitment to help with construction. I don't think many folks have realized that this will be the largest source of lithium carbon and is expected to be here in the United States, whether from mining or from recycling. We don't do a good enough job, I think, of saying that. So that's something worth clapping for. The company breaks down old lithium batteries, then produces usable lithium, cobalt, and nickel for making new batteries. New York is not likely to have a new chief judge until later this spring. Governor Kathy Hochul said she will probably not ask the state Senate to consider a second nominee until the budget is finished sometime in April. As WXXI's Karen DeWitt reports, the governor recently spoke about this for the first time since the Senate rejected her first nominee. Hochul was rebuked by fellow Democrats in the state Senate when they voted not to confirm Hector LaSalle as chief judge of the Court of Appeals, the state's highest court. The governor, who had urged for a full Senate vote even after the senator said they would not support LaSalle, says she will simply try again. She's asked the state's Judicial Nominating Commission to suggest a new list of potential nominees. There's a committee of individuals, about 12 members, who take applications. That process is going on right now. And then they look at the qualifications and recommend to me someone among seven that I would choose. But Hochul says with the state budget due April 1st, she will put off what could be another contentious process until later in the spring. 
Several Democratic senators warned Hochul as early as last summer, when former Chief Judge Janet DeFiori resigned, that they wanted a new chief judge who would steer the state's highest court back to more liberal values and decisions. Court scholars have documented that the court under DeFiori and other appointees of former Governor Andrew Cuomo leaned conservative in recent years. Hochul did not heed the senator's concerns, however. She selected LaSalle, a moderate who heads the state's largest mid-level appeals court, as her choice. After the Senate Judiciary Committee rejected LaSalle and voted not to recommend him to the full Senate, the governor insisted on a vote by all 63 senators, even though it was clear that LaSalle would lose again. Hochul says despite the rejection, she will not do anything differently this time around. I will always do what I did before and will do in the future, and that is select the person I think will be the best individual, the best person to lead an extraordinary court. The governor says she's also looking for a nominee with management experience because the job also involves running the vast $3 billion state court system. Hochul says the courts still have not recovered from lengthy closures during pandemic-related lockdowns. That has been stagnated and jammed up during the pandemic, and it's still not operating the way I want it to be. This time around, though, one thing will be different. Hochul is likely to see the full Senate vote promptly on her nominee. A lawsuit brought by minority party Republicans to force a full Senate vote was successful. A judge ruled on February 21st that the state's constitution, which requires the advice and consent of the Senate for court nominees, means that all senators must vote on a governor's nominee for the court. Whether or not the next nominee will be approved by the Senate, though, remains an open question. In the meantime, Hochul says the disagreement won't detract from reaching agreement on a state budget. Senate leaders say they also want to set aside their differences over choosing a chief judge and focus instead on the spending plan. In Albany, Karen DeWitt, WXXI News. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.